Hey guys, my name is Randy Schultz. Welcome to Turn Em Loose, a podcast about hunting, bird dogs, field trials, product reviews, interviews with some people I've met traveling around the country, and I'll also take input from voice messages and play them on the air, answer some questions, and that's kind of what we got in mind for uh, the future. Um, So... I also have a blog, it's abirdhunterthoughts.com, and I've got a book that has been written, it'll be published soon, Um, it will be out in paperback and also Kindle edition on Amazon, and it's called Endless October. So we've got all that stuff in the mill, and we're going to be talking about many different things. I anticipate this podcast will be pretty much a spur-of-the-moment thing. Um, Hunting season's over at this point, which is unfortunate because I really wanted to do podcasts on the road as well. Probably I was envisioning something like hunting in Montana, and I could do a podcast about that as I was actually hunting in Montana. So, we'll look for that in the future, but as spring approaches and we have some field trials to go, we'll probably try that angle as we're at field trials, and uh, we've also got a lot of conversation about uh, bird dogs' uh, care and feeding and training, and also some product reviews. done several on my blog and we can talk about some of those too. If you are a manufacturer and you want a product reviewed by me, then we can arrange to have it sent down and I can look at it and we'll blog about it. Also, we'll be doing several interviews with some people I've met while I've been hunting around the country. For example, I want to talk to and interview several people that have things to do with the National Shoot to Retrieve Field Trial Association, what we call NSTRA, or just NASTRA. I've been competing in NASTRA since, you know, I don't really think I can pin it down. It was 93, maybe, or 92 when I started in NASTRA, and I've been competing regularly ever since. So I would like to interview, you know, the president of NASTRA and maybe some judges and answer some questions about that venue of field trials. So that being said, this is, I I decided to name it Turn Em Loose. Uh, I toyed with the idea of calling it a bird hunter's thoughts. Um, well, that might have been appropriate as well, but turn them loose. We seem to hear that. We hear it at every field trial I go to, and and really it's applicable to bird hunting as well. Thought about naming it Drop the Tailgate or uh, <laughs> some other some other more folksy titles, but I think Turn Them Loose will be just fine. I hope you like the content, and like I said, you can send me messages using 
the Anchor app, Anchor app. Uh, I'm using the Anchor app for iPhone and iPad, and there's also one for Android, but once you get the Anchor app and download it, you can go ahead and use that to send me messages. I'm learning as we go along, so there might be some things that I really don't know the answers to as far as the technology is concerned, but I can learn. And I've got experts I can ask. So, well, the first thing I want to talk about is hunting. I hunt typically eight to 10 weeks a year. Uh, I live in Georgia, so uh, our bird hunting here, this is where I actually started hunting. Back in the 90s, uh, I just joined a deer lease uh, which had 2,000 acres of property and uh, they clear cut the property. Uh, down in the south uh, and you know anywhere they do logging, you've probably heard of clear cutting. They literally clear cut. They cut it, they cut every tree there. Uh, in this case, there were some hardwood bottoms uh, that they weren't interested in hardwood, so they just cut down all the pine trees. But it was just left a pretty much uh, brushy, hilly area that was ideal for quail. So uh, back in the day, I was presented with a bird dog by my wife and uh, little Brittany. She got out of the, bought out of the paper, um, which for you bird dog people will cringe when I say that. But Rocket had his limitations. That was my little Brittany, named him Rocket. Randy's Red Hot Rocket had his limitations uh, genetically, but uh, he was hunted uh, 70 and 80 days a year uh, because I just drive down to the lease and turn them out and we both learned about what we were doing. So that's the way I got started bird hunting. And like I said, now I've got five Britneys and uh, I load them in the truck and we leave Georgia and we travel all over the country. and. Uh, uh, this year I've hunted in, uh, just this year, this season I hunted in Montana for two, two and a half weeks. And then I hunted in uh, South Dakota for two separate trips, a uh, week and a half to two weeks each. And then I hunted in uh, Arizona, New Mexico on one trip. And then I went back and hunted New Mexico on another trip, just solely New Mexico. So I do a lot of bird hunting around the country and then over the years we've I've hunted in almost every state that's known for birds you know Texas Kansas North and South Dakota Nebraska Iowa Idaho and uh, Montana I haven't been to Utah yet but I want to go there and uh, then you know New Mexico and, and Arizona and I also want to get uh, hit Oregon and Washington State. I think there's actually I've hunted in Washington, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and um, I said. So before we finish up with hunting and move on to field trials, we're going to have to take a minute here and hear from a sponsor. So with all that hunting, we learned a few things about chasing different species of birds, different types of formats and um, different ways to approach 
different game. And depending on what the country looked like, I mean, I could be hunting corn, cut corn stalks uh, one week, and then be hunting the uh, the Great North Woods the next week, or out on the prairies of Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or I could be down in New Mexico, having to boot my dogs up every time they jumped off the back of the truck because of the sandburrs, which are just horrible. Um, so learned a lot about that. Uh, learned a lot about how to pack for a trip. Learned a lot about how to take care of my dogs. Nutrition was uh, critical when you're on the road for two weeks, two and a half weeks. You know, I think my dogs think that, think that their boxes are some kind of fancy transporter devices. They go in in Georgia and they come out and Lord only knows where they are. Experienced dogs come out and they look around and say, oh, okay. Thick woods everywhere. This must be rough grouse. <laughs> so, and uh, those are the kind of dogs you like to have. But anyway, that's the hunting aspect of what I've done. And then uh, field trials. Uh, I said before that I've been doing uh, NASTER field trials since the early 90s. And, and I've had some, some success. Uh, my, my plans are, my, ideally, I'd like to get every single dog. I have a championship in NASTER. Um, I find that it doesn't hurt their wild bird hunting ability at all. In fact, I may have uh, messed up here uh, last year, two years ago. I've always maintained that for field trials, um, I, you really need to get your dog out and do some wild bird hunting too. Uh, I've seen a lot of dogs go stale in field trials and they, they just get tired. I mean, it's boring. It truly is boring uh, after a while. I mean, I'm talking you know, these guys are running dogs in field trials uh, 30 times a season. And it's the same stuff over and over and over for a dog. Who wouldn't get bored? So you stick them out. They've got that good nose. They've got the obedience. They've got um, all the manners. You already taught them that for the field trials. So you take them out and put them on some wild birds. And they find out, that, oh, guess what? <laughs> these uh, these bobwhites don't hold still like those pen-raised birds do. And not only that, but uh, my uh, boss back there with a the shotgun can't hit them either because they fly twice as fast as a pen-raised bird. So there's all kinds of stuff that you can learn when you take a field trial dog and put them in the, and put them in the field. Um, boy, I know some people are going to recoil, recoil with horror when I say that, but what I'm seeing is uh, through personal experience that when I get back and put my my bird dogs into uh, a field trial, that they are primed and ready to go. One of the worst uh, problems I have, like the worst problem I have, is that their noses are so sensitive and so attuned to the slightest whiff of bird scent that they uh, they actually will be pointing feathers a lot. Uh, but that usually only lasts for about one or maybe two runs. And then uh, they figure it out and they're back into field trial mode. And I'll tell you what, it's just wonderful to see them working because they've been out wild bird hunting for months and they come back and they are fit and they are excited. And um, I think they know that they're guaranteed to be birds in that little field out there. So <laughs> they're really... They're really excited about it. So that's the field trial stuff. Uh, National Shoot to Retrieve Field Trial Association has been around a long time, I guess in the 
late 70s is when they got started and it was really designed to be an extension of the hunting season. So as with most things that boys are involved in, uh, uh, I, I use that term generically, men and women, these boys are involved in and they're competing, it rapidly morphed into, into a competition sport all of its own. Um, and, uh, but initially it was, it was just guys getting together with their bird dogs and say, hey, let's, let's make a game out of this and we can do something with our dogs on the weekends and now that the season's over. And it's been a lot of fun. It's really been a, a real, real good ride uh, for me and I've had a lot of uh, success. I mean, I've not won national trials. I've placed um, or come close to placing actually. I guess I don't know if eighth place is a placement, but uh, I guess technically it is. And I've had several uh, top 16 finishes in the national trials, but I've had um, in the local trials in the Georgia region, you know, I've had some pretty good success as far as, as winning trials and championing dogs and so on like that. So I'm not an expert, but I've been around a long time and I've had some success in uh, NASTRA. I know a lot about it. I'm a, also a uh, judge, uh, which I think teaches you a lot about handling dogs when you can go out and judge other guys when they're doing it and you see a lot of stuff that uh, you can incorporate in your own handling. So, uh, but in NASTRA, the bottom line is that, or, the, or in a nutshell, is uh, you and your dog and me and my dog, we sit behind a blind, in a blind while they hide five, five birds out in the field. And then they call us out, uh, we turn our dogs loose, and the uh, judges, uh, one judge for each dog, so there's two judges out there, they will uh, ride along behind the dog, uh, used to be on horseback, now it's on four-wheelers, and they will uh, judge your dog, they judge them on the find, uh, and there's several different parameters for that, as far as good and bad, and then they'll judge them on the retrieve, and yes, that means we have to shoot the bird. So, uh, hence the name, Shoot to Retrieve. And they judge the retrieve. Um, they'll judge uh, obedience. They'll judge uh, ground cover. And they'll judge the back, or they call it honoring in AKC. But uh, each dog is scored uh, on one back. He can back all day long every time the other dog points, but he's only going to get scored on the first one. So, all that being said, uh, at the end of 30 minutes, you come back, uh, turn in the scorecards, and uh, two more guys go out after they hide five more birds. So uh, each one of those is called a brace. Each two-bird-dog competition for 30 minutes is called a brace. And uh, typically we'll do uh, 16 braces in a day. So it takes 32 dogs uh, for 16 braces. And at the end of the day, uh, they're all put up on a scorecard and high point wins. And uh, you get points for first, second, and third. Three points for a first, two for second, one for a third place. And after you get 18 points, of which nine of them have to be first place, you have to have at least three first places. After you get 18 points, then you're declared a champion. So it's pretty simple. And, you know, there's a book written about all the innuendos involved and all the actual 
little rules involved there, and there's exceptions to all everything I've said. So, but basically, that's the general format. It's uh, really, I think it's fair, and I think it's a great way to get a dog ready to go hunt because he has to be able to point, back, retrieve, listen to you, and do it with class. How better to train a dog to go out and bird hunt than that? Um, you know, I've heard some detractors talk about uh, Nastra this and Nastra that, but, uh, you know, I haven't seen anything that had any traction. I really didn't. And even now, when you come in as a new guy, then you can have a mentor go around with you and actually talk to you on the field and tell you, hey, this is what I would do. This is what I would do. I'd go over here. And oh, by the way, nobody's been over in that corner. And uh, you've got about three minutes left here in the brace. And there haven't been a dog over there yet. And there's uh, two birds left out here in the field. That's where I'd go to look for a bird. And, uh, you know, things like that. So somebody can help you out. Uh, this is a new program that was just instituted a year or two ago. And, you know, back when I started, it was a, I just went out there and tried to learn it all myself. Well, this makes it really easy. So that's the NASTRA field trial that we're going to be talking about. And uh, we'll call in some people to talk, to talk with us about that, see what's new. And maybe we'll talk to some other competitors about it, too, and see what they think. Um, we'll talk about bird dogs and we'll talk about their care, their feeding, different kinds of dogs. Uh, What's my favorite bird dog? Well, I can't remember who the quote came from, but my favorite bird dog is the one that points birds. So my bird dog of choice right now is uh, the Brittany. And um, I love them. I love them. I used to have setters. And uh, I love setters too. But I finally decided that uh, I was just going to stick with one dog breed. And I chose Brittany. So I have people that have every other kind of pointing breed you can think of. And uh, they love their dogs just as much as I love mine. And I got to tell you, as long as the dog will point back and retrieve and do it with some class, I think that's fine. As far as product reviews, we've, uh, you know, I've, I've reviewed numerous products on my blog and I encourage you to go there and, and just kind of scan through there, do a search for product review. And, uh, I've also done some uh, YouTube videos as well. Uh, you can find those just under uh, Randy Schultz. Uh, we're going to interview yeah, anybody who'll want to talk to me about these these uh, categories. But I mean, you know, the president and Astro, Ron Hules. I'll go ahead and interview him. And uh, for example, I made real good friends with a game warden up in in uh, South Dakota. He's a great guy. I'd like to interview him. I'd like to. Talk to uh, numerous NASTRA competitors. I'll talk to uh, just about anybody that, uh, you know, crosses my mind. So that's what we have in the future. I hope that you'll be able to send me voice messages and uh, I'll go ahead and play those and answer questions. And it's going to be kind of a free-throwing podcast. I, I think you'll enjoy it and as much as I enjoy making it. Like I said, this is the first one. This is edition, episode one, edition one. And uh, I'm not even sure how this thing gets distributed, but we'll find out. And uh, we'll be adding content as we go. So that's about it for the first one. I appreciate you 
listening in, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to answer your questions in the future. Be sure to go to my blog, birdhunterstoughts.com, and uh, I'll remind you more about my book, Endless October, when it comes out. It's due out soon in paperback and also be a Kindle edition on Amazon.